0: So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Welcome
1: to the Think Bold, Be Bold Show with Christopher Cumbie and Alan Rich. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business.
2: Hi, it's Christopher Cumbie with Think Bold, Be Bold, and I'm here with my awesome co-host, the one and only... Alan Witch is in the house. What is going on, my brother? from in the house.
0: Nice to see you. Great house to be in. Nice house. Nice time to see you. Boy, have we got a lot going on. And it's been a while, I know, since people have heard from us. Uh, We're not going to let the cat out of the bag yet, but a lot's happening for a lot of people. We're very uh, very
2: grateful. For sure. And you know what? This is is a a kickstart to it. It is. Uh, It is 2019. And uh, what a wonderful kickstart it's going to be because when we met this young lady it was um just a, a great event for one and and we were in a warm climate for for two and uh we got to see you know how awesome she is and i'm really excited to uh introduce her soon but alan you're always the one that does the great pleasure of that so why don't we bring our guest on and dive right in
0: i love events don't you? I mean, oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't like just going to events to go to events. Well, part of me does. I have an alter ego that likes to do that. But it is a really nice thing to be able to generate relationships with people of like mind. Friendships. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you've got the business side, but you also have the efficacy of what you can create together as an individual, right? So we were able, we, uh, we met our guest today at, at one of those events, and it has it has grown successfully from then, not to stave off the fact that technology changes, things pop up, things have to get delayed, we have to reschedule, reroute. We've done a few of those things, and she's smiling, yes, and I'm glad it's not a cry, because we have had a few of those, but uh, we we were able to bring her on today, and we're just excited about it. And imagine if, if your genius was working with people, To help them create their legacy plan. Working with people from different walks of life that have the ability, the respect, the tools, the resources to work with somebody that not necessarily is on the way out. But is now in a position in their life to be in a position of influence over those that they've worked with. Our guest today has the ability to do that, is currently doing that across several demographics, and we're really excited to bring on her. Uh, She's wonderful. Emerald Green Forest, welcome to Think Bold, Be Bold. You're finally here. I am
1: so excited to be here, and um, you know, Alan and Chris, I do yoga every day so that I can stay flexible, (laughs) right, and so no worries that we had to rebook, Um, you know, we came together exactly on time, and I'm so happy to be here and really grateful for the opportunity.
2: Well, we're uh, really happy um, that you're happy, and you know, I, (laughs) I also love yoga because it helps me, you know, clear um, the, the energy around me and it allows me to connect with myself. And, you know, I get a very meditative, like most people do when you're in that mind, body, spirit, uh, environment, but, um, I love your website. I I have to say, and, you know, for the guests out there, definitely go check it out, emeraldgreenforest.com. And, uh, it's just so You know it just wants me to read more and I love what you do and we're gonna dive into that in a minute uh, definitely where you are today but you know I always like having the story behind Emerald you know where did this come from where what was that journey and you know I know that that might be a loaded question and might not uh, necessarily have all the time today to go through each and every event but if you can abbreviate and you know sort of tell us that journey to what you're doing today um and how that kind of came together that would be a, a great start for the conversation and then we'll put you on the hot seat a little bit hey Alan what uh, what do you think uh, I like the hot you know, seat some things yes, that no might idea come out of yeah, right like left, left field that's right um, that's always fun but Emerald uh, let's give you the let's give you the floor and let's uh, let's hear it.
1: All right. Well, so just to give you a little bit of background, I spent the first 20 years of my career in the real estate industry. And at the end of that career, I was the national chairperson of my trade association, representing one in eight homeowners in the country. Um, We had about 30,000 members across the country. And I was also developing with two partners, 56 apartments, uh, 51 single family houses, and a multi use uh, office building and it was a multi-million dollar deal award-winning um the houses it's were uh, award-winning uh houses for merchandising and marketing and then I had a spiritual awakening. Okay.
0: And I was at okay. Tell us the about in, that.
1: Yeah, and I was it yoga was what started it. So okay. I uh injured my knee skiing, went to physical therapy, and um after physical therapy got over, I said to the guy you know, I had been going to the gym. I had been a gym person up until then. And I said, How, what what about this yoga thing? So he said, Yeah, go do this yoga thing as long as it nothing hurts. If it hurts, don't do it. I was like, Oh, that's yeah. smart you know, smart piece of it advice. Right do do
0: it. i tell my <laughs> kids that, yeah. But,
1: yeah. So <laughs> tell my I, mom
0: that too, but that's a side note. Yes.
1: Exactly. So I started um I started a yoga practice in two thousand and one. And that really uh woke me up i had I had this very big spiritual awakening actually in a yoga class outside where I had my third eye open and you know i'm I'm sure your audience mm-hmm. is a mixed audience and maybe thinks sure. that's a little bit woo-woo, but I, I can tell you, I was a real estate developer, and all of a sudden I was seeing like golden orbs of of light
2: mm-hmm.
0: going
1: up and down this staircase in um in my vision. Hmm. So when that happened, um, I left everything behind. I divorced my husband. I walked away from my business. I dove deep into the metaphysical and I eventually, uh, opened up my own art gallery and healing art center and had that going for a few years here in uh, the city that I live in, in Nashville, New Hampshire. And then that, uh, that went sideways because it wasn't financially, um, producing what it needed to in order to be profitable. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: from there, I I developed a street festival and did that two years in a row, brought 6,500 people to the downtown of my city. And then I ended up online. And boy, I loved it when I got online because (laughs) I was a single mom at the time. Uh, My son was in uh, his adolescence, tumultuous time. And I was able to create a multi-million-dollar business speaking around the world. I've been on, you know, six hundred or more virtual Whoa, events. Good for you. Yeah, and I created a, a clientele mostly from outside of the U.S. Mm. Uh, using virtual speaking and um, generated multiple millions of dollars from home in my pajamas. It was awesome.
2: That's fantastic. While I was,
1: while I was raising my son. Um, through his tumultuous teams.
2: And I think that can relate with a lot of people and, you know, I just want to qualify everybody. When your third eye opens, it's not as if you're going to get a divorce and walk away from everything. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is just very specific to Emerald what happened because obviously when you open up and you start to connect with yourself, you know, there was questions you probably asked yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think we all go through that at times in our lives where we're able to, you know, have a significant moment because, you know, you can either call it your third eye, you can call it awakening, you can call it, you know, you just, you know, realized, you know, that's another word. You realize that, hey, I'm not living my authentic self. I've had many times in my life, very, you know, similar, uh, you know, from the journey where, you know, you look at what you're doing and are you aligned and happy? I think the big thing for most people is we ask ourselves or we may not ask ourselves, are we really happy? Yeah, we might be having things, might be doing things, but are we really being who we really want to be? And that's what I think she's related to. So don't get too uh, scared there if your third eye opens up and you're still seeing orbs or whatever it might be. You know, it's, it doesn't necessarily have to change all the things you love. But what it does is it realizes and helps you realize the things that you may be missing and that you really want to go after, because we only get one time here, and uh, you might as well live uh, at least as far as we know anyway, but uh, at least you get you know to, to, to know it now, and, and I think that's the most important thing is, is the now, you know what is going on. So thanks for that, um, Wow. I just wanted to clarify, everyone.
0: (laughs) Well,
1: Well, some people, some people are leapers. I was a leaper, and some people Uh are step by steppers. And so I often help step by steppers to build the bridge from where they are to where they're going. I I happen to be a leaper. You know, it was was very clear for me. And uh, you know, leap in the net will appear, or leap in the wings will appear. And and I can't say that it was all like an easy journey by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Let's Nothing's be clear easy. about that. Nothing's you
0: know. easy. But yeah. we're all we're all living stages of lives, right? And with those stages of lives comes a new set of responsibilities, requirements and endeavors and so forth. And I think when you get to the awakening piece, whenever that happens in your life and it may happen more than once, you have the opportunity to shuck some stuff, right? You have an opportunity to 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 pitch it and then to set to to sane it all out, okay, what's left? What do I have left? What can I do with what i have and 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 you know, what can I add value with, right? because I think as we're young, maybe that value piece doesn't quite have a, a, a big ingredient measurement. It's there, but mm-hmm. maybe it's, you know, uh, it's an eighth of a teaspoon instead of a full teaspoon in a recipe, right? Sure. The older you get, you start looking at what can I really, maybe my gift is what I can give back. Sure. So with that being, with that thought, what did you want to give back? What did you want to offer from the awakening, from this aha moment, from saning out all the, the crap, if you will? Maybe it's history. Maybe it's results. Maybe it's bad karma, whatever you want to call it. What was left, and what did you want to give back?
1: Yeah. Well, so I really appreciate that you're, um, you know, making it clear that there is a shedding process. I call it the way of the serpent, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, there was definitely shedding. However, simultaneously, there was revelation going on. Mm -hmm. And I discovered latent, untapped parts of myself that I didn't even know existed. So, you know, one of my main gifts is I can sell. I've been selling since I was seven years old. I sold 763 boxes of Girl Scout cookies when I was nine. (laughs) Sister from another mister. Nice.
2: (laughs) When you you couldn't stand
1: outside the grocery store to sell them. (laughs) That's awesome. Selling is like an inherent thing. But I discovered these latent talents that I didn't know I had. <laughs> I discovered my artist, I discovered my author, I discovered that I could write, I discovered that I mm. could speak, I discovered that I could heal, like all of these I love hidden it. untapped gifts suddenly appeared. And I primarily discovered I was a messenger, right? So That's I had nice. a powerful message, primarily of this transformation process initially.
2: Beautiful, beautiful. I I want to go back to something really quick um, because I I didn't want to overlook it just because if someone's listening in and they're asking that question that I actually asked as soon as you said it, a leaper or step-by-step. Let's dive a little bit on that so that people know maybe the difference between the two, and then that way, you know, for me as well, I can qualify, who am I? I think I'm more the leaper because like you, I was able to just go, you know what? F it, I'm going this way, and see ya, you know, and I think I'm very like that. Once I taste something and I don't like the taste, it's like, I'm not going to eat that again. Like, I just don't like it right? So tell me, tell us a little bit about that Emerald, because I think that'll help a lot of people discover some of the things that are coming from this discussion today, uh, for themselves. And that's what this show is about is relating stories. And I love your story and I love what you're doing. And we're going to dive into some of the cool stuff that she's doing now, but, uh, let's, let's talk about that one for a moment.
1: Sure. So, um, for me, when I had the awakening, I had the awakening in August. And by September, it was clear I needed to get divorced. <laughs> like it was just like so clear. I knew that if I stayed another second, I was going to die. Right. Oh, wow. yeah, and good. by the following year, I was divorced. I got divorced in October of 2002. And within literally within two months of that, I realized that my business partnership was also toxic and I had to leave there. And I did not have any clue where I was going or what I was doing, only that I had to leave because if I didn't, I felt like I literally was Mm -hmm. going to die. I'm definitely a leaper. Yeah. And so essentially essentially the truth is, Chris, that a piece of you does die. The piece that was bought bought into that old structure, the piece that was bought into those old relationships, the piece of you that tolerated toxicity or whatever Mm -hmm. it was, that part actually had to die in order for new parts to be born.
0: But that that had to be the case, right? You had to shed that skin for new to grow. Totally, Mm -hmm.
1: totally. Mm -hmm. Now, a step-by-stepper is somebody who knows that they are not exactly specifically and precisely where they need to be Mm -hmm. and doing what they need to be doing, but they are not so dissatisfied that they feel like they're going to die so they they actually have some spaciousness to be mindful and and creative about building the bridge from one place to mm-hmm. the next place
2: gotcha yeah. and that makes total sense so mm-hmm. you know now now saying that mm-hmm. there are probably times when we do a bit of both in 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 my case i think i've done both but i only, i i truly believe when it was just no other choice in my own mind, I leaped. But when I saw that I needed to actually move in a gradual way, I did the step by step. So I, I do believe you can do both. And sometimes, you know, for some people, there'll just always be one, maybe the other. Um, but thanks for the clarity on that. I think that uh, that made it uh, definitely clear for me. What about you, Alan?
0: I'm um, more messed up now than I was <laughs> when you first put on the call. No, not at all. I'll, let me tell you, I've got a little bit more unique experience in, than, than than probably sure. most people. So sure. I'm not something that somebody can compare with. I face this on a daily basis. Right. And I've been forced to it on, on numerous bases because of, sure. of health conditions. But that doesn't necessarily mean that just because of health, you don't have uh, sure. desires and so forth. But sure. I think it really is key. I, I think that the different stages of your life, you have a new you You still go through the growth, but you have a new perspective, you have a new vision, you have a new life and and I like that I like the fact that you don't hide that and that you don't and well, that you're not looking at that as a negative thing you're looking at that as a as, as a positive we're always for greater expansion and fuller expression, whatever we do, right, no matter what stage we 're in or where we're going. so with that in mind of all the things that you ha- now have become mm-hmm. and that you are becoming, what turns your crank the most?
1: Yeah, so um, I think what turns my crank the most right now is I still have a very deep desire to to share the message. You know, I just I really love to speak. I really love to uh, inspire. I really love to activate and motivate people. And I really love to be a model for people. Like, if I can do it, you can do it. You sure, know. Sure. Um, You know, and and from all experiences, you know, I've I've had some pretty horrific experiences in my life, and I get, you know, you have to get up, you have to get up, right, you know, and get back into the saddle and and Mm -hmm. live life and live your life. So, um, you know, what turns me on more than anything right now really is is speaking, and I do feel like there is a there's a becoming here that's happening where I'm becoming even more wise about how I'm attending to my Mm self-care. I'm becoming more wise about how I'm spending my time and who I'm spending my time with. I'm becoming more wise about what works and what doesn't work. And I'm becoming much better at exercising my no muscle quickly.
0: oh
2: interesting
0: yeah i love the no muscle
2: for sure for sure yeah Um, I want to dive into something really cool and, you know, interesting because uh, you have a great podcast and I, and I love the title men on purpose. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let's talk Uh, about that. And, you know, obviously um, (laughs) going through what you've gone through, you've uh, you know, got a great presence. Uh, We loved meeting you. I mean, it was just so much fun and, you know, people out there uh, listening in, you know, we were in San Diego, you know, we were just having a ton of fun at a great event with Steve Olsher and just, you know, lovely lady and uh she was just bubbly and 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 I can see that and I can see that attraction um but also you know just what is men on purpose uh you know and 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 what is the show about maybe you can you know help us with that
1: yes yeah, so um ever since my spiritual awakening in 2001 I answer the call you know and mm. the call comes and, <laughs> call comes and then another call comes and then another call comes right and so Uh, Two years ago in 2016, I uh, came to the culmination of a lifetime of being uh, in abusive relationships with men. So my dad was an abusive alcoholic. Uh, One of my brothers molested me when I was a child. I had many men in my life who were uh, either addicted, abusive, or alienating. And it culminated in 2016 with my son, who had gone down the hole of heroin usage Mm. and, um, ended up locking me in the basement and being on top of me telling me he was going to cut me up in little pieces and throw me in the river. So thankfully I was able to escape that situation when he went upstairs to get something to eat or go to the bathroom or whatever he was doing. And I was able to get out. And after that, uh, you know, it was, you know, one of those, another one of those wake up calls, like, Holy shit, what the hell is going on with my life? And, uh, I got to do something different here and I I realized that I was the single unifying factor in all of those
2: relationships. Hmm. Hmm. And so as we all are in, yeah. in other situations, right? Yeah. Yeah. And We're
0: the so I, got called,
1: I got called to start working more with men. I had been working mostly with women in my business and I got called to start working more with men and to start um looking for like actually looking for men on purpose and magnificent men and putting magnificent men in my radar rather than having my radar locked on Mm -hmm. these abusive, alienating, um, addicted men. And so that the men on purpose podcast was built out of a rebranding where I, I, I kind of positioned myself more to be working with men and it became clear to me, well, where are these men? Well, the men who I intend to be serving. And that's not to say I'm not going to also serve women, but mm-hmm. the the men that I'm serving with the podcast are listeners. So they're not, you know, watching Google TV. They're in the gym listening for a half an hour during cardio. And sure. they're, you know, in uh, walking, you know, out in nature, or they're driving in their car, or they're in between meetings at the office, and they're listening. And so, I birthed the Men on Purpose podcast, and right. I have now, um, yeah, I've now been a year. It's been a year-long uh, adventure. I'm in 69 countries. We just added right. Serbia this week
0: and nice.
1: had 11,100 downloads by uh, the beautiful. 11th of January, which was Sweet. the day that we uh, beautiful. launched.
2: That's uh, that's beautiful, that's and, and congratulations <laughs> on that. And you know, ag- again. Uh, you know, totally get it, and 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 having a podcast like that, and you know, for men out there, um, I think men, you know, uh, like to be, uh, you know, sort of on their own, listening to relatable stories. Uh, you know, most men aren't open enough uh, to, you know, maybe find that person they can share. So they do it on their own. We always do it on our own. We're fixers. We want to do things on our own. But when we have that relate- relatability through things we hear. Um, obviously that's why the success of the show is there because you are getting those people that are saying, you know what, I need help, but I want to do it sort of secretly if you want now, until I get to a point where maybe, you know, I realize I just need a little bit more from something else outside of this, but it's a catalyst. And that's what I love about, uh, you know, that show. And, you know, maybe it was a bit of a loaded show, you know, question because, you know, that's what, you know, I get from it as well. Um, just so you know, uh, but on that note, uh, tell us. Uh, well, Alan, where are you, man? Where are you? I'm. I'm asking too many questions here. Let's I'm
0: just. I, I'm just. I like to sit back and listen and watch and and, <laughs> and, and 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 pick and and I can do other things while you're all talking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, not just what talking. What I like the, that I hear the most, uh, Emerald, from you is that. Part of, I think, um, your podcast, Men on Purpose, comes from your own healing process. I think that helped you get through where it. you need to be by using Unagi, Unagi, um, allowed you to, through your own healing, allowed you to help revitalize uh, a dormancy in men in that isn't usually recognized. And that's it. Sometimes that's a big leap, but I think it's a bigger leap to go from, woman to man than from man to man, right? Because we're always looking for validation. Guys are, right? Well, you're automatically given that validation by, by saying, hey, you need to be heard. We're here. What do you need? And But I love the fact that you took your, and this is very vulnerable too, sure. for you to be able to say what you said about where you're at in your life and what you needed to get away from automatically starts to create what you need and you attracted that need, it happened to be out there for men, but I think it was every bit as much for you as it is for them. Sure. Maybe fifty-one forty-nine. I don't know, but I think that's why it's been so successful and why you like it so much oh, and why sure. Chris and I like it is because of that value. So I, um, I've got water here, but kudos because I think that I, I think you've done really well with that. And I know that wasn't a question, but, uh, I, 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 I think it's great. I, I, I like it. I, What's next? What well, is-
1: great question. Yeah, and you know, that. you're spot on, Alan, because it has been immensely healing for me. Mm-hmm. It's been immensely healing for me. So um the and the what's next, I'm actually in the what's next right now. I'm in that process right now of saying, okay, what do I want to advance next? And um I really feel like you know, at the end of the day, I can talk about sales, I can talk Mm -hmm. about speaking, because I've done both. But, um, you know, where do we go from there, we can go, I think, to leadership, and really looking at beyond men and women beyond, you know, gender parity, and all of those things. What are the what do we need in leaders, as we step into what I like to call the creative age, because Mm -hmm. we have Transited out of the industrial age, we've transited out of the agrarian age, we've Mm -hmm. transited out of the information age, even. You know, there's just we're really in a place now that I like to call the creative age, where any one of us can literally create something out of nothing. So true. And so Mm -hmm. we need to have some strong, powerful, mindful, loving leadership as we enter the creative age. And so, yeah, I'm in my what's next right now, Alan and Chris, and um, I'm, I'm feeling like a book is going to be arriving by right. my birthday. I was going to ask you. So, yeah, I have yeah. a book that's, um, I've got the cover done already. It's called yeah. Align Your Compass, Five Simple Steps for Visionary Leaders to Stay on Course During Beautiful. Times of Transformation. Great title. So Yeah.
0: Great title. I um, love it. Let let me interject something real quick with that, just with that particular thing in your, in the crux of what you're doing, what can we do to help you?
1: Yeah, well, I think, you know, one of the things that you can do to help me, Alan, is you can help me by referring, obviously referring Mm -hmm. or, you know, helping me to get my message out to as many people as possible. And also just continuing to be the wonderful guys that you are and the examples of creative age leadership that you are, because I really feel like you two both exemplify what a creative age leader looks like. You're willing to take risks. You are willing to try new things. You are fun. You are willing to kind of go off the beaten path of things <laughs> and you're you're generative, you know? And so you both of you together as a partnership, you exemplify the best of, of a creative age leadership. And I love that you collaborate with each other. And I love that you ask questions of like, how can we help? Which I think a creative age leader is much more about collaboration than they Mm -hmm. are about competition and command and control. So Yeah, thank you so much for the question. Referrals are always welcome. Wow, <laughs> oh, cool. wow. And I, just, and I wasn't
0: yeah. fishing for compliments, but thank you very yeah, much for very much. Uh, it. I, I'm, yeah. I'm blushing a
2: little <laughs> bit, um, and, I, and I appreciate that a lot. It's nice to hear things like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, Emerald, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, uh, I have
1: to say what I see.
2: Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, most people don't, but uh, <laughs> that, that's that's really nice. And I don't think I I didn't mean most people don't say that about us. I'm just saying in general, most people don't say what they think. Um, uh, But we really appreciate that, and we're glad you think that way. So, you know, these shows go really fast, but I always want to make sure that we can get you on the spot. So, you know, Mm -hmm. the spot for us is really quickly. Would you come back on, Emerald? Because I want to see where, um, you know, the book – When's your birthday, first of all? Just so we know. February 18th. Okay, so she's hot on the trot for the birthday uh, goal, guys. So, why don't we follow up with a book show? Because I'd really love to do that. And uh, obviously, it helps to be on shows uh, to get that book and that message out. And I want to talk about some of the specifics around that. So, we'll look forward to yep. that. Um, but, Alan, why don't we roll right into how we leave the show? Emerald, I would just want to say, you know, from the bottom of my heart, that this is, um, you know, I feel that energy. You're a, you're a spirit in a light, and you, you're a leader. And, uh, just keep doing what you're doing and keep being awesome. Thank you. Oh, you too, <laughs>
0: well, you. It, Alan, bring us home. It has been a joy and a privilege, um, really knowing Emerald. And I wish that Absolutely. there was more time since, uh, since we had, had met in person to, to do more things, but that's okay. Because uh, I think once you're connected, you're connected, right? If if oh, if it's for, for the sure. right reasons, for sure. And, uh, and and you obviously have that that ability, Emerald, with everything you do. But like Chris says, we always like to leave the audience with a little bit of piece of something that they can adapt and apply and do today. Hopefully today, uh, with whatever they. Whatever their journey ends up being today, you've given the audience say, a lot of great things to think about. But And this can be something you've already talked about. But what would you like, what one thought, action, to-do list, um, thing, tweak, thought, preference, would you like to leave the audience with that they can adopt today and hopefully see at least some, some minute change in, in where they're at by the end of the day?
1: Sure. So I like to leave with the eyes of the wise. Mm. So, um, my goodness. I took inspired action. That's the first I and inspired action means, you know, when you feel like, oh my God, I need to do this, mm-hmm. then, then you need to do it. Right. Generally speaking, that requires you to invest. That's the second I of the wise and invest both time, energy, and money. Thirdly, when you have taken inspired action and you've invested, you have to immerse yourself in whatever it is that you have have been inspired to take action on. Mm -hmm. Fourth, you need to integrate all the new stuff that you're learning from that immersion. Mm -hmm. And sometimes integration means letting go of some stuff that, you know, old beliefs and patterns of behavior. For sure, so that you mm-hmm. have room for this new information, right? I'm and, glad
0: you said that because most people don't. They go, yeah. they just edge their baggage cart, right?
1: And then the, the last thing you have to do is implement. So, those are the five eyes of the wise, and those are the, the ways that I have created success in my business and how I help other people to create success in their leadership and their messaging and their businesses as well. You know, just follow the five eyes of the wise.
0: Awesome. awesome, I love awesome. that.
2: I love that's really that. cool. Yeah, no, that's, that's really a great cool. framework yeah, like and uh, really, yeah. uh, really, uh, really um, uh, clear. And, and I think that that's what people need. They just need simple steps, follow it, live it, and then, uh, you know, start seeing it uh, show mm-hmm. up in your life.
1: Yeah, and, and my hmm. motto, my motto yes. is clarity is divinity.
0: Uh,
2: clarity hmm. Divinity. I'm going so, to write that one down that's gonna be Cole's
0: my- really gonna like that one, yeah. yeah <laughs> He's gonna Co- play Co- on that Co- one, Divinity. yeah.
2: And uh, that'll be on my uh, you know, I, I use uh, dry erase um, around my house on yeah. anything that'll you know, I can write on mirrors, especially. So, I'll Children, put that one up there uh, to remind myself, Emerald. You're uh, you're awesome. Uh, you know, to our audience, thank you for you know, tuning in. Uh, we're really excited about this year and and so should you uh, to go out there and be inspired, invest, immerse yourself, integrate and implement uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and find those uh, things that uh, align with why. Um, you're awesome, emerald. I look forward to having you back when your book <laughs> is out and and we're gonna hold you to that one. Uh, Alan, always a pleasure, my friend and uh, likewise we uh, we will sign off uh, in a moment here,
0: Alan. I think, once again, um, first off, it's great to be alive, right? It's great to get up every morning and, and say thank you. Emerald, I'm so glad we were able to come on today and t- that today was the day that it worked. I think that's fantastic. So we, we celebrate you today. Chris, has been a joy, as usual, buddy, to be able to uh, work on this planet with you. And to the audience, thank you so much for giving us a, a chance to offer up some wisdom.
2: Awesome. Well, it wouldn't be a show,
0: folks, without
2: me saying, do something nice for someone today.